Now that we've shut down the Patreon and we're no longer putting out new episodes over there, we wanted to put some of the old episodes out here on the free feed. But due to how old some of them are, we wanted to provide a little bit of context before each episode. So this episode was recorded on September 8th, 2022 in our final Patreon episode. This is the second part of three parts that I'll break this episode into, in which we answer a question about supplier pushback. And so you're going to get all sorts of pushback from suppliers. We've answered a lot of that on this podcast already. This one was unique and something that I actually ran into with kind of a dick uh, supplier, if I'm honest with you. And so we answer the question, we talk through how John and I would handle it, as well as my actual email responses to the supplier who was kind of being a dick to me. So enjoy this episode answering a not-so-common piece of feedback you get when you're calling suppliers. So Danny says, I am not sure how to get over this objection question I keep getting. Suppliers are saying they already have online retailers and are asking how I will be marketing their products and how long and how I will be reaching new audiences that their current online dealers are not already reaching. I'm following the script. They are saying they already have online retailers doing this, so we would just be competing for the same audiences slash distributors and driving the cost of the clicks up. Are you able to help on this? I'm not sure how to get past this. I have uh, I have my own like uh, email over here where I've been doing this. So, John, you answer first, and I'll, I'm going li- to literally like hopefully read word for word what I've been trying to do with a, a vendor with the same reply. Hmm. Cool, cool. Uh, yeah, look, I, I think you do. You do this. This question does come up in various variations from suppliers from time to time. Um, certainly, uh, you know, a lot of suppliers will ask what what marketing you're planning on doing and all of that. And sometimes, yeah, they'll add in this bit about you know we've already got people who are doing some of that stuff, and so how you're reaching new audiences, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So for me, if that question comes up, the first thing I like to do is actually do a little bit of research, right? So who else is selling their products and what marketing are they actually doing? So, you know, some suppliers think they know what's going on in their market, but they don't really, right? So when when they think that certain people are running ads and doing it in a certain way, you know, maybe they're not really. How are these other websites performing from an SEO perspective? Are they actually ranking? Da-da-da-da-da. And, and are there holes and opportunities and places where, the P, uh, these other retailers who are selling their products are not showing up and almost guaranteed there absolutely will be a ton of those, right? So I would go and investigate, like what are they doing? In Are there other, other marketing channels that are relevant to your particular niche? And, and sometimes there are, you know, various other ones um, you can identify that um, are not being, you know, utilized effectively by, those other retailers, whoever they are. So I think a little bit of research there definitely will help you deal with that supplier and, and, and you may even, you know, be able to helpfully inform them about some of the things that, you know, some of the, some of the gaps in the marketing efforts of, of people who are other people who are selling their products. Um, uh, so that's, that's what I would do. And then, and then based on what I find there, you know, I'm going to go, I mean, I honestly don't like this question. At the end of the day, I mean, my, the response in my head that I want to give suppliers is, yeah, but what do you care? <laughs> right? Like, honestly, people are selling your products. That's that's not your problem, what the cost per clicks are or blah, 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 anything else. That's that's really an irrelevant, you, that's, that's a crutch for something else. You're just leaning on that um, and you probably don't even know what that means. But obviously, that's not a helpful response to give to them. Um, you have to give them something else. Um, so the response might vary based on what I see. If, if I look at their market and I can see clear opportunities where 
um, their products are not being being marketed well by those other retailers. And what's happening is that uh, the the suppliers competing products, like competing other brands, are being promoted in a better way. That's actually where I, I would personally focus my efforts. I would say, yeah, look, I've looked at this, blah blah blah. This is what I've seen. There's all of these opportunities in the pay-per-click space where other brands are getting in front of your brands. Uh, there's, you know, all of these spots in, in, in the organic world like SEO. I'm talking about search engine marketing that we're going to focus on. These are some of the things we're going to do. And obviously, if you, you, know, you can work out some of those things if you're in our course from looking at what you would do in our course. Um, and that's what a lot of what I'm going to present to them. If there are some other avenues that you can, that you are aware of for your particular niche, you know, like if you're in a B2B niche, there's ways you can get in front of businesses. Um, you can talk about those, for example. But um, yeah, I think that that would be my response. I mean, obviously you can give them your overall marketing plan, but for me, I think it's important to be able to say to them, um, you know, Based on looking at your market, where where the gaps actually are, and that you're you're going to be filling those gaps. That's kind of my first response. I think what I'm going to read here is probably pretty similar, um, but I first want to like empathize and like this happens to all of us, Danny. Uh, hopefully, you go by Danny or Daniel, uh, but you um, can overcome this. And uh, but you know, like at the same time, I want to show you that like even me uh or people like me we get no's sometimes that are just hard to overcome so i've been arguing with this guy for a while actually and it hasn't been uh going well but i want to read this to you just like i want to read you my responses to basically the same rebuttal that he's saying uh so we use saunas often for this i'm going to just act as if we're talking about saunas here because that makes sense uh all right so this is my response to him. So, hey, thanks so much for responding quickly. It is very much appreciated. I'd like to first start by acknowledging the first part of your statement. Quote, since I received similar, excuse me, since I received several similar inquiries weekly, let me ask you the same question. What benefit would the inclusion of our brand's products on your site going to provide us? You already partnered with several lesser, lesser quality manufacturers and price ranges we're not going to be able to compete with. Uh, and I said, I can only imagine how many fly-by-night sellers reach out to you wanting to sell on eBay or Amazon, and I imagine it's quite a headache. I even see other current sellers of your brand not exactly representing you well. I'd love the opportunity to show you why I think we're different and how I think we can bring value to your brand. First, we've been doing this for a while now, and we feel like we bring more to the table than most other brands. Previous websites we've been a part of are leaders in their industry, and I give an example of some brands I've worked with, some I've mentioned on the show, Standing Destination, Shot Tiny Houses... Some I haven't mentioned on the show that are hopefully uh, NDA coming off soon. Uh, we are extremely good at traffic generation, SEO, and conversion rate optimization. To the final part of your question, our team has gotten very good at deciphering which brands are truly better and featuring them accordingly. Example, brand Y is far higher priced than the rest of the category we sell, but we sell more of their products than the other brands combined. Our goal with this company is to target people just like me. Uh, and then I kind of go into like our vision for the company there. So he writes back and he says, um, appreciate your articulate response along with the infectious enthusiasm. However, you still didn't address my core question and I completely understand why you can't. I simply don't see any benefit for our brand being commingled on your site. Uh, it's a very common site. I visited and conducted due diligence on literally dozens and dozens of similar websites in the past. And I see the same people doing the same things you're going to do. Um, 
I appreciate and respect your history of launching catch-all lifestyle-oriented sites. You mentioned buying the best in your email when referring to products, uh, but that's not the case with the representation you currently have on your website. Uh, and he kind of just goes on and on. Um, <laughs> he's uh, yeah, he's honestly kind of a dick. Um, and that's my notes in my spreadsheet for the supplier. He's a dick. Uh, all right. So then I wrote back, um, how could we offer the customers when the best when we haven't inked a deal with you yet? As I stated in my first contact, we have customers asking our team about your brand already, meaning customer journeys aren't one-way streets. They may start off finding another brand, but had we carried another brand, we could point them to a better product. You may have seen dozens and dozens of sites, but they weren't operated by our team. I'm positive we can make an impact on your bottom line while representing your brand in a much better way than just posting your images and pricing, quote, as he wrote. Uh, just looking for an opportunity to do so. Um, this, this is pretty much the angle I took here of like, just, uh, I'm, I'm trying to kill him with kindness and let him know that I'm not just some regular bag of donuts. Dan, Danny, you're not just some regular Joe bag of donuts either. You are in the best high ticket dropshipping course on the planet and you have resources available to you that most people do not. So you are going to, going to compete on SEO, on conversion rate optimization, on writing content. It's not just about running ads. So, um, Perhaps you need to mention the other ways that you're going to market this business and how your vision aligns with what the vision of their company is. The other part that I would add in there beyond what I wrote, and you're welcome to like steal anything I just said right there and use it in your own email. The other part I would recommend you, you talking or like thinking about when you're doing this is realizing that that dude doesn't give a shit whether you get approved or not. He is literally working a job that he likely hates or she, I'm sorry. Um, remember that and and talk to them as if that's the case. Uh, I hesitate to give any real examples because I'm not really sure the situation you're in, but like realize that it's just some human who hates their job as much as you do. And so if you can show them that you have a vision for this, that you're taking an opportunity here in your life to go do something amazing. And that it's not just about raising cost per clicks and making sales and uh, hurting other dealers so that you can snag a few sales here, like that you really have a, a a goal here to improve your business, which is going to improve their business, which is going to improve his life. Um, it, show him that this means more to you um, than his job probably means to him. Uh, and I, I don't, I'm not sure a better way to say that or a real good example to show you, but um, give that a shot. If, if all else fails, give that a shot. Try to reach him on a personal level uh, because he's probably, or she is probably quite unhappy with their position as well. And if you can show them, Hey, I'm trying to get out of my unhappy position and this is what I'm really giving a shot. He's probably going to see a little bit of himself or herself in you. Um, and then they might likely give you a chance. Uh, that's probably my last straw that I would pull out of the bag, but I would be hinting that all along the way of like, here's what I'm trying, like just showing my vision the entire way and like talking about who I am, why I'm doing this. Like, uh, no one is, this great business owner who's been doing this a long time, who gives them a call, right? It's everyone who's just like trying to have a shot. Like, uh, so go get yours, show them, Hey, this is, it's my time. I, I want to go after this, uh, and show them what you got. Is that too much woo woo? No, no. I, look, I think that's good. And it's important to note, I think, you know, and, and that, that stream of emails that you've got there with that, that particular supplier, um, you have to remember that there are some people that you're not going to get across the line as well. Like that dude that, that you've been communicating with, Ben, clearly sounds like he has some fairly strongly held beliefs about who shouldn't should and shouldn't sell the particular products that his brand, you know, manufactures or sells or produces or whatever. Uh, like those established, like the amount of times I've heard like a supplier say, well, our products are the best in the space, blah, blah, blah. 
they're better than all these other ones you've got. And I, you know, and 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 when you when you actually get them on, guess what sells more? Not the 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 supplier who thinks their shit's the best, right? Often it's one of the other ones that they were bagging out, um, and you start working with them, and it's not really that great, and blah blah blah. So some people are just, you know, as your notes say, dicks, right? And you know, you kind of there's a point that you just there's just no point engaging any further for the time being. Just let it rest. Maybe come back to it another time, um, because it, sometimes there's just nothing you can say that's going to move that. Uh, any further and so it's not worth stressing about uh, and all of that sort of thing um, so but yeah I mean I think that's a it's a good good set of responses you've got there for sure I went one step further too I just I just kept scrolling here as far as like what was my and it, it was my last response he never answered to this but I went one step further and I was just like and I really literally because he wrote back uh, love the tenacity and perseverance thank you I admire those traits I haven't seen or heard anything presented yet to prove my original comments invalid and he's just kind of being a dick again and so i wrote as much as i love this snarky back and forth i thought i'd send you a video this time and said smiley face and that's where i sent him a video of like hey look i'm a real person uh, i'm sitting here in a real office like I'm, I'm trying to do amazing things here you know and just like show him i'm a real human and try to connect to him on a deeper level than email uh or you know even phone sometimes which i never was able to get this guy on the phone and so um the, it didn't work and, and, and i kind of want to push that home it didn't work but like i there's many ways to go about this and I would encourage you to just keep going, right? Don't take no for an answer, send him a video, send him your vision. And, uh, and you know, maybe in the end, like John said, fuck them. Like, do you really need them? Like, you know, do you need this brand to move forward? The answer is no, you never need a brand to move forward. So just go. Yeah. Yeah. And so, sort of side tangent. It's like something, something I did. So recently I did a podcast episode with this dude and, and you can go and listen to it. Everybody I'll, I'll post it around. I haven't posted it up yet. But uh, it's, it's the e-commerce odyssey podcast, right? It's this guy who's like from a traditional e-commerce background and he was like, um, when, we were, when we were teeing up this podcast interview, he was all like, oh, I'm totally not convinced about dropshipping. I think it's got so many problems, like nobody makes money doing it, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, all right, well, let's do an episode. I'll, I'll tell you what I think. I'll tell you, you know, tell you all about it, blah, 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 and how we do it, how to get dropshipping and, and how it works. And, and uh, let's see if that changed your mind so anyway i do this podcast episode like this dude's clearly got some preconceived notions about about you know what we do and all of that sort of thing it's just stuck in his mind and we did this episode and i took him through all this stuff i explained to him all these benefits and how it works and all and you know he's like oh what about this and what about that and i'm like no no and just kind of set him in the right direction and he didn't really have any good reasons why what i was saying wouldn't work or wasn't a good idea etc when we were recording it and then a few weeks later he posted the episode and like in his show notes he was like and i'm still not convinced that this is a good idea <laughs> blah, blah blah and it's like come on dude like some people just you, you can't shift them from their sort of um you know pre-held beliefs kind of thing sometimes like and you just gotta you just gotta move on from that that podcast was hilarious to me. It sounded like he had given it a shot maybe one time um, and ran into a few headaches that we're hopefully very open about on this podcast of like, this This is something that might come up. This is something that might come up. Here's how to handle it. And he was just like, well, fuck that. Um, 
I don't want to deal with that, right? And so every, I think every, you know, I listened to it on my drive home, uh, and I, I swear, I, all he was bringing up was like, "Well, this happened to me once, so that must mean everybody has this problem." Uh, and then th- that was basically the show. And you were very articulate and like, um, you know, rebutting what he had to say. I don't know. It was entertaining. I definitely think everyone <laughs> should listen to that. One. Yeah, yeah. I haven't posted it in, in any of our groups yet. I'll post it up soon. People can listen to it. It's funny. Thanks for listening to the Dropship Podcast. You can find all the show notes for this episode at dropshippodcast.com. And if you're ready to take the next step in your dropshipping journey, we invite you to join us inside Dropship Breakthrough, where John and I will walk you through step-by-step in starting your own high-ticket dropshipping e-commerce business. But that's not all. Dropship Breakthrough will also teach you everything you'll need to know to grow your business and take it to the next level. So head over to dropshipbreakthrough.com and sign up for our free training that will help you take the first steps towards building and growing your own profitable high-ticket dropshipping business.